Watch your husbands, ladies, because here's Annette Hanshaw with a complexion like peaches, a voice like smooth honey, and, oh, well, she just couldn't say goodbye. People in love are funny, mighty hard to explain. One minute they quarrel, then they're back together again. Take my case, for instance. Today, Annette Hanshaw has a bit of a cult following in England, but is really unremembered in her native America. Her recordings reveal the swinging syncopations of the jazz age, performed by some of the greatest musicians who ever lived. They also provide the roots of the big band sound, which will be developed by the musicians on these recordings, and providing the anchor to these songs for all of their raging musical talent is the sweetest voice of Annette Hanshaw. She was viewed by the public as the epitome of a flapper. With golden hands, it's been to We're gonna miss you, you go. Welcome to Dead Wax 78s. I'm your host, Sean, and... Again, this is the podcast where we're going to listen to old-timey music, talk about long-dead musicians, and, you know, some old technology. This episode is about Annette Henshaw, the personality girl. Now, Annette made records between 1926 and 1934 for Path A, Columbia, ARC, and issued on various labels including uh, Perfect, Harmony, Diva, Clarion, Velvetone, OK, and Vocalation. She recorded under a number of pseudonyms like I talked about in a previous show, including Gay Ellis, Dot Dare, and Patsy Young. Hanshaw was originally thought to have been born in New York in 1910, beginning her recording career shortly before her 16th birthday, However, it has come to light that she was in fact born nine years earlier in 1901, making her 25 at the time of her first commercial recording in September 1926. Born Catherine Annette Hanshaw, a number of her family members were in vaudeville. Her aunt and uncle, uh, Nellie McCoy and Bob Uke Hanshaw, were vaudeville performers. And she sang for guests at hotels owned by her father and demoed sheet music at her family's music store, The Melody Shop in Mount Kisco, New York. She was brought up to love the entertainment business. Although she studied art and design and wanted to be an artist and portrait painter, she was an exceptionally beautiful girl and had a lovely singing voice that came across wonderfully clear over the radio and on records at the local station she would sing for. A demo record she made was heard by Pathé Records executive Herman Wally Rose. And after taking one look at her with her fantastic dimple cheeks and stunning figure, he was smitten, realizing that he had a nationally marketable potential superstar. Quickly she began a recording career and a radio performance and touring shows that brought her almost overnight to the top of her profession. At one point, she was more popular than the other better-known singers of the mid-1920s, 
Her first commercial recordings, Black Bottom and Six Feet of Papa, were recorded on September 12th and 18th in 1926. She recorded for Pathé until 1928. Pathé released her records on both Pathé and Perfect labels. Here's part one, Six Feet of Papa, on Pathé Actuelle 1928 she recorded for Columbia. Most of these recordings were issued on their dime store labels Harmony, Diva, Clarion, or Velvet Tone. 
A handful were also released on their regular priced Columbia and OK labels. Although most were released under Hanshaw's name, she recorded a number of them with her pseudonym, including Ethel Bingham, Marion Lee, Janet Shaw, and Lilia Sanford. She tried consciously to limit her personal appearances in vaudeville and shows because of her tremendous stage fright. She lived in constant fear that her voice would give out and she would sing a bad note and disgrace herself. But she was earning so much money she couldn't afford to stop doing it. And in addition, Annette's performances uh, were enhanced by her great beauty, used on sheet music, putting her face in full form on the cover, pictures of her great sheet music shops like the one owned by her aunt and uncle, which sold her records. It is said that within five years of her coming on the scene with her first recording for Path A, she had sold 30 million records and started appearing regularly as a guest on radio programs from 1929. She also starred on a radio show which featured Annette Hanshaw's The Personality Girl on the Maxwell House showboat from 1932 to 1934. Here's part two, Ain't He Sweet? 1927. Look who's here, look who's here, there's a boy I'm mad about. Oh my dear, when he's near, I just feel like passing out. So big and strong, so full of you. Oh mama, oh papa, tell me the truth. Ain't he sweet, see him coming down the street. Now I ask you very confidentially, ain't he sweet, huh? 89, look him over once or twice. Now I ask you very confidentially, ain't he nice? Just can't deny in his direction. Oh me, oh my, ain't that perfection? I repeat, don't you think he's kind of me? And I ask you very confidentially, ain't he sweet? What a man. Look him up and down, there's the handsomest man in town. What smile he's got, get that style, he's hot, me for him. No joke, I could love him if he was broke. Ain't 
Henshaw's singing style was relaxed and suited to the jazz-influenced pop music of the late 1920s and early 1930s. She combined the voice of a ingenue with the spirit of a flapper. She was known as the personality girl and her trademark was saying, that's all, in a cheery voice at the end of many of her records. Without really realizing it, Annette had become one of America's first recording teen idols, even though she wasn't really a teenager and she had simply been marketed as one. By sticking as much as possible to recording and minimizing her personal appearances and not appearing on Broadway or in movies, Annette developed an aura of mystery about herself. In her recordings, one can hear that she is being urged to put out more emotion into her vocals. But they come across as laid back, as if the music swirling around her in all directions doesn't concern her at all. The laid back sound was hot in the later 20s and early 30s, and it was no accident that the number one male recording star was seemingly easygoing Bing Crosby, and the number one female recording star at the time was Annette. Here's part three. Am I blue? 
Hanshaw ended up married to that Pathé record executive, Herman Wally Rose, in 1929, and quickly retired from the business. She went on to work conventional office jobs for decades. Now, Herman died in 1954, but she eventually remarried Herb Curtin. And between those marriages, she never had any children. Hanshaw disliked show business. And in a 1972 interview with Jack Cullen, she said, As a matter of fact, I dislike it all, my records, intensely. I was most unhappy when they were released, and I often cried because I thought they were so poor, mostly because of my work, but a great deal, I suppose, because of the recording. I disliked the business intensely. I loathed it, and I was ashamed to say I just did it for the money. Because I loved singing, you know, jamming with the musicians when it was an important thing to do, and somehow or another, it was terribly nervous when I sang. You just have to be such a ham and love performing, and I happened to be an introvert, and I just wasn't happy singing, and I wasn't happy with my work, as I said. Later in her life, she considered making a comeback and produced two unreleased demo recordings, but she died of cancer in 1985 at a New York hospital at age 83 after a long illness. In her 10-year recording career, she recorded about 250 sides. And in 1934 poll conducted by Radio Stars magazine, she received the title as the best female popular singer. Bing Crosby was voted the best male popular singer. Second place to her was Ethel Schutte, and third place went to Ruth Edding. And fourth place went to Kate Smith. Here's part four. I Wanna Be Bad, 1929. Singing as Patsy Young, but we all know it's Annette. To be or not to be, that is not the question. I decided long ago to be with me. What to be, make me some suggestion, good or bad, which is the best for me. When you're after fun and laughter the sacrifice, do some reformer says a warmer climate awaits. You, if it's naughty to rouge your lips, shake your shoulders and twist your hips. Let a lady confess I wanna be bad And if it's naughty to vamp the men Sleep each morning till after ten Then the answer is yes, I wanna be bad This thing of being a good little goody is all very well But what can you do if you're loaded with plenty of hell And vigor when you're learning what lips are for If it's naughty to ask for more Well, I'll lady confess I wanna be bad
be bad. Bad girl, I do. And if it's naughty to vamp the men, sleep each morning till after ten. Then the answer is yes, I'm gonna be a bad, bad girl. While all around me they tell me how terribly naughty I am. Ba ba be do. Nobody's caring and nobody's giving a damn. They'll credit if it's wrong to let someone take. Just a little kiss by mistake. Well, a lot of lady confess. I wanna be bad. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. You got ideas, send them to me. You got comments, no problem. Just send them on. This has been Dead Wax 78s. I'm your host, Sean, and I will catch you on the flip side.